Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's finally here. It is time for the Ivy Gardens, the Vodafone Comedy Festival this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. I can't wait. I'm going to be doing a couple of shows down there. Get on to www.vodafonecomedy.com and click on the comedian's list. Click on my face and buy tickets to the shows that I am on. I'm on a brilliant lineup on the Friday night along with some of the top US comics. We've got Emily Blotnick coming over and Catherine Cohen and not to mention our wonderful very own Alison Spittle and the legend that is David O'Doherty is going to be uh, headlining that particular show uh, I'm on another one on Sunday as well I'm sure tickets are available for that as well so looking forward to the Vodafone Comedy Festival see you down there I'm going to be wearing shorts by the looks of it on stage in this bloody weather and after that from July the 31st to August the 3rd I am going to be at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival Gilded Balloon, Tivio, quarter to seven. For those four nights only, there's only four nights I'm going to be there doing it. I'm going to be doing my show, Son of a Preacher Man. Obviously, the show that some of you have seen before about this young boy who grew up in a council estate in Cork who ends up getting off his head on drugs because his dad is preaching too much to him about Jesus. He ends up in a psychiatric ward, but he gets out. Uh, that's all yeah it's basically my life ladies and gentlemen a stand-up comedy hour it was uh, it's my debut hour um, so I'm delighted to be bringing it to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival if you know anybody who's going to be at the Fringe Festival please let them know get the word out there feel free to tweet about it Instagram at blah 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 it's really tough to get people to get into uh, to get people into your show at Edinburgh so I would much appreciate any um love on the social media or telling people in Edinburgh to come down but yeah 31st of July to the 3rd of August in the Gilded Balloon follow me on Instagram at hellostevo and if you haven't already given the podcast a 5 star rating please do tell a mate give it a 5 star rating subscribe it just make keeps the whole thing going thank you so much now on the podcast today I've got something a little bit different for you this week, and I'm going to have to uh, tell you the backstory here before we get into the episode. A few weeks ago, a good friend of mine uh, sent me a text saying that we need to meet up for uh, for lunch. And this guy is one of like he's one of my older brother kind of characters in my life, and um, I'm not the best at keeping in touch with my friends. I'll be honest, uh, but he's always been there for me at the drop of a hat. So when he was saying that we need to meet up, I knew that something was up. I've probably not seen him, like, I think at that stage for a year. But like I said, we're close. So in that way, we don't always have to keep touch. But when someone says you need to meet up, you need to meet up. And we sat down for some lunch and it turns out that I was right. Something was up. And one of our good friends had taken a bad turn and had been taken into hospital. And at that stage, he'd been in hospital for over a month. 
Now, he was telling me about this. He was telling me about my friend Andy, who was in hospital, because Andy and I had basically lost touch. And I'll admit here and now that I'd lost touch with him because uh, we'd had a, a falling out of sorts that we'd never really resolved. But now, in this moment, I felt bad because he had taken a bad turn. He was in a bad way and I hadn't been in touch. So I called him and Andy sounded the same as he ever did on the phone, laughing and joking down the phone. And we had a bit of a chat. And then he honestly opened up to me and he told me that he'd had a breakdown. A few days later, we met up for dinner. We laughed. It was like the same old days. We laughed, had the crack. He paid. (laughs) And he said he'd like to come on the podcast. I'm genuinely very proud of having made this episode and I'm very proud of him for coming on. He wasn't the most comfortable in the world uh, with the idea of being on a podcast, but he really wanted to do it. And uh, he was worried that he wouldn't be interesting enough, uh, to use his words. He thought he wasn't going to be interesting enough to be in a podcast. And I think that you're all going to hear straight away that that's not true. What you're going to hear in this episode is two friends catching up, remembering how the relationship began over 15 years ago at this stage. And finally, two men finally being honest with each other about their feelings. I'm very, very proud of this episode, ladies and gentlemen. This is the amazing, the one and only, this is Andrew McKenna. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew McKenna. Oh my God. So happy to have you here. They're delighted to have you. They've been texting me. Week in, week out. When are you getting Andy on? They've just been going yeah. to have you. Yeah, having their Swiss. <laughs> oh, having Steven. their Swiss, right? So first, to start from, from the top, oh, I'm going to have to translate a lot of this conversation. I think you will. To be fair, I, I learned a lot of that slang from you down the years. But I, I wouldn't imagine so. Yeah, no, they didn't tell me. No. Like, so he, Andy just said, you will in your Swiss, right? Which in, like, they wouldn't even use this outside. Some from Cork wouldn't get this, Andy. It doesn't matter. <laughs> There's people you listening. Know what there's I mean. people listening in Hong Kong. I'm oh, yeah. Yeah. Swiss Pokemon. means right. Uh, he says they will in their Swiss, which means is short for Swiss roll, which uh, means they will in their hole, <coughs> and that doesn't even make sense to somebody outside of Ireland. Uh, wait, wait. You're a dub. You're more of a dub than a cock. Uh, who me? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah no, but and like you spoke about that a couple of times in your last few podcasts as did well. Did I? Yeah. What did I say? You said you've been you've been longer in Dublin than you have been in Cork. Um, living yeah I mean on and off yeah I was away for a few years as well but yeah but I don't I mean I'm only half Irish to be honest yeah let's be yeah we know that's <laughs> not the good half either <laughs> I don't even know what that means this is this is the this is the banter we had so I was obviously thinking about where we first uh, met I remember do you remember the first time we met yeah, I think we were training. We were up at Whitehall Rangers. Up at Whitehall Rangers, it was. I remember. Do you know? Oh, he probably got only four the rules about names and stuff. Oh yeah, uh, we don't. I don't say my daughter's name or anything like that. Okay, and because uh, she's our own life to live, so you don't want. Yeah, don't worry about that because I can't remember. I knew. I knew he didn't. No, know I, I, I know. I knew you don't. I know. I do. It's um, it's and what names? Other than like, un- unless we're going to get liable about something. Do you know what I mean? That's it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No names. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay we can we, we can make up fake names then. We'll yeah, make up fake names we, if if needs be. Yeah, we first met. I think it was. Did you were you there for pre-season that year, or did you rock up in the middle of the winter or something? With uh, with Mister with Mick. Yeah, uh, I wasn't. I, I joined October. Yeah, and I remember. Um, I remember. 
going to you. I remember asking you how old you were and you said, I'm fucking 23, pal. I thought you were the same age as me. And I remember thinking to myself, fuck me, he's old. <laughs> 23? 23, yeah, yeah. Was I old enough for my I don't really remember. Yeah. Long-term memory started I was, I was 18. I was 18 when I joined White yeah. Hall. Yeah, yeah. I know you are. Only so, young and... Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 yeah. Only young. I remember you were wearing you were wearing a, a shells jersey, or a shells a, a shells a Shelburne Football Club, which is like one of the top mm. like League of Ireland clubs in the country. We used to be. And I, I, yeah, used to be. Mm. And I said, uh, I I was thinking to myself, geez, this lad must be good. Turns out you robbed the jumper. <laughs> I didn't rob. I was giving it. <laughs> I, I actually don't know where I got it from. Actually, I'm not gonna lie to you. I probably did. Uh, no one using that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of remember. I knew he didn't come up a pre-season. Yeah. Because um, um, I remember it being quite dark and cold. Yapping. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's what I remember. It was miserable. Yeah. Fucking Yeah, hell. it was. So, and like, just give everyone else a bit of context. We first went, we played football. That was at Leinster Senior League yeah. level, which is, I suppose... It's as high as you're going to get amateur-wise, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And and live a real life. And, yeah, and live a real life, yeah. But, we, I mean, t- it was like, at that stage, it was, you know, it was, fuck, that's all we wanted to do, wasn't it? Like, yeah. we that was, we trained twice, three times a week, had a yeah. game of the weekends. Yeah. We all hung out, all the lads on the team, we hung out together and yeah. all that kind of stuff, and that's all we did, wasn't it? Obsessed. Yeah. We it's were great. obsessed. Absolutely. Football boots. Remember that? Fucking carry on out of the two of us. The what? Football boots. Oh we yeah, I was thinking that as well. Boots. I, Andy and I had no—we were the only ones as well. Yeah. There was no one else on the team. We, yeah. Andy and I had an obsession with football boots. Yeah, I remember. We were the girls of the group, but they yeah, their new shoes. I don't know what it was. We just mad into football boots, and I always remember. I think when you first came up, you had a pair of the black F fifties, the very first. Yes. Ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that I wanted. I was going. It was your man. It was your man over there. <laughs> What size is he? <laughs> trying, to, trying to stand beside you, see if your feet were the same size. So we're gonna, go with him, yeah. yeah, but I, I, I do remember the football boots obsession and um, Pro Direct the website. Pro Direct, I still yeah. go on it. I still get gear I, off it. I still, I still yeah. do as well. I don't buy football boots just for five. Know. Well, just five side yeah. gear now at the stage. Um, yeah. yeah, I bought a pair of five side runners last year. Still in the box. <laughs> Oh, disaster. But uh, yeah, football boots. That was that was great times up there. I have to say, I really enjoyed. They were great, yeah. yeah. I, I loved, like I was obsessed with wanting to be a footballer. And for me at the time, you guys were all, you were the closest to my age because everybody was older than you as well. Well, there was Hederman. Yeah, he's older than you, isn't he? No? Yeah, but six months. Yeah. But I, 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 Hederman, but I also Hederman, Hederman can, <laughs> like, shout out to our best pal Mark but yeah. before we start abusing him. Absolutely. Right? But, <laughs> <laughs> but Hederman was fairly, was, in, was injured a fair bit. <laughs> like, yeah, he was injured. and I don't remember him at the start very much, to be honest with you. Um, he, at the fourth season, he was there a lot. Right. Because he was, he was playing yeah. regularly. And then I think the next season when Mick left, um, I think a lot of lads... Um, I think that the manager that came in at the time brought a handful of lads up from his old club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Fairview, CY. Yeah. And um, I think Mark, I think, oh, he got knocked down a peck in order anyway at the Did start. You? Yeah, yeah, no, he wasn't. Him and uh, his partner in crime that came up, no names. I think ah, we know I have to shout out to Woodrow. <laughs> All right, fair I'm bleeding mad. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you, oh, Woodrow is class. He is, he is. He was, the co- he was like the coach. He was coach. the coach. Uh, but he, he wasn't He wasn't a big fan of me at the start. Was at he? All. No, he no, didn't think I was good enough. Yeah, well, you were too, you were too mouthy, weren't you? No. Well? Funny, like. 
You were funny. <laughs> Weren't we all? And it, like you and I, remember we got in trouble. Who gets in trouble in football training for fuck's sake? We do. <laughs> We're laughing. Up at Mothers, poor old Christy going, what the fuck are you still we, doing yeah. over here? We were playing wall ball. <laughs> wall ball, yeah. We meant to be warming up. That, that's we're supposed to be doing tactics war- for free kicks and all that shit. Ah, come on, that was her. Come on, let's be honest about it, right? Christy was a absolute lovely guy I see him on, is, t- on TV is the attention span of a gnat <laughs> as a manager let's be honest <laughs> he wasn't listening to you he wasn't you forget li- your name all the time absolutely <laughs> come here to me Alan who is he talking about <laughs> who the f- Alan <laughs> but, if, but if, if you think about Christy and I did like him um, but, but you think about that exercise they were doing yeah. we were just meant to be standing in a wall yeah. he was trying to get his point across for about 10 minutes about taking a free kick that's true and I was playing up front in that team yeah. so I was like why would I be standing in the wall I'm just yeah. going to go to shoot off the, off the wall over here yeah, yeah. absolutely does it make sense like how difficult is it put the ball in the net <laughs> <laughs> that's where I don't know what he was I don't know he, he was going around in circles anyway but we got bored I, so the original manager that went I was good at actually that he, Mick Lawler was like a legend mm. for played for Ireland back yeah. in the 70s played with John Giles and all that stuff yeah. is he still the kit man for the he's national team he's still the team? Irish kit man yeah so he's still involved with the, with the uh, Republic of Ireland national team that's set up there yeah. um, I learned so much I, I was good at that he left I learned so much from yeah. him uh, just he used to play in training as well he must have been well into yeah, his 60s yeah he was, he, was, he, was, he was in his early 50s at that stage oh at that stage okay right. yeah and he, and he was in training and playing he hated losing oh he hated oh. losing but he didn't give the ball away he had no speed but no, you couldn't just, get the ball off him. No, he knew where to be. He yeah. just knew where to be. Very intelligent Absolutely. footballer. Absolutely. Yeah, he played a lot. His brothers played a lot of League of Ireland yeah. as well. you got to um, understand for people who like who aren't involved in this kind of setup, which is probably the, the majority of people that are listening, Like, it, this, the seasons are long. We're playing in mm. winter up in these training grounds that are like... It, Beside the no airport, grass. that was. Beside the airport, yeah. there was no grass. We were playing in so mud. There was a fucking mud pitch in the winter. Freezing our yeah. holes off. And them showers up there were hitting... <laughs> Hit and miss. I think it was the first three people got a hot shower. Yeah, that was that a, was it. Yeah, yeah. There was a big competition to get yeah. into the shower and all that kind of stuff. And then you got abused if you came out in the nip as well. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they were. I, I remember the arguments with there was someone on the committee who was there all the time and with the manager constantly arguing about the showers the not showers, being able yeah. to open. That's right. Because yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, <laughs> the few screamers. Yeah. Um, but it was, if you think, as you said, it was cold, it was wet, it was it pissy. Was now we, hard we, work, it man. was tough going, but we enjoyed it and you came in and all you wanted was a hot shower. Yeah. And you got fucking showers not working. And we all had to drive, we were all driving minimum of half an hour to get there yeah. and all that kind of uh, stuff. Yeah. And this is, we're not getting a penny for this either, we're not no. getting paid. It's actually costing it's us. costing us money to do it's this. It's 40 quid a month of subs, yeah. right? And if you've got a, a boot addiction as well, then you Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I need to pay for your own tracksuits and polo stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I loved, I, uh, they were great days. It doesn't yeah. seem to, a different standard of football as well, because I was watching some local team here play, senior team, uh, yeah. uh Oliver Bond, I think it was. All right. Jesus, they were flying around. Yeah. I was like, that is... I was like, I, I can't do it. There's no way I could do that. Yeah. I I watched... Um, I think it was under 16 or 17 game um, in... I think it was St. Catherine's Park in Luke and there recently. And that, the Oval's now... The, they're being taught properly. Yeah. You can definitely see yeah. it. They're playing football. Yeah. It, it's All like Bar- it, it's literally like Barcelona. Yeah. When you look at them. The minute the keeper gets the ball for a kick out, yeah. full backs out. out, bang, edge, yeah. of, edge of the box, edge of the box, centre half then um would split the guys up front that yeah. bit more. 
Um, and the keeper never kicked along. I didn't see him really put the ball 16. at that level. Um, I couldn't. T- I think one of the teams was comfy. Yeah, I yeah. think they play up there, but they. It's just different. It's completely. It's, and you're only talking ten years since we left. Maybe well, maybe a bit more. No, right? for me, no, no. <laughs> yeah. But but since we were playing that level, I, yeah. I remember not getting on with one of the managers. As well, like I remember going to collect the as I played in the middle of the park. Yeah, going to collect the ball off the full back and getting a ball and have it. What know. are you doing? I know. Put it over the top and run after. Uh, that, and that was the difference between me. If you if, if you yeah, don't know, if you unnecessarily just pump the ball into you're the corner mad. for he'd he'd have you yeah he'd have you which is interesting because we're talking about like the younger generation now mm. learning to play the game on the deck fullbacks and all that. but Mick was doing this back in the seventies so he yeah. like even when he played with us he, that's he wanted us to play football just like. football yeah he's just a football man yeah and just totally. loved the, yeah yeah um, and as you said that when the, the the next manager came in it was uh, put it in the corner and turn him yeah and that was it and that was it. I and he played wing backs. You remember the wing backs? He put me over as I was playing oh, on the white ring. I had to play that a couple of times on oh, the left. Oh my god, it's awful. It's just awful. You're not playing football. You get a good workout. Was that because? Do you reckon that was because? I remember the Mourinho Chelsea team was doing well at the time, and mm. it was kind of trying to imitate that. But that Mourinho team never played good football. <laughs> no, they got results, and they, they did results. win some games four nil and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and they get all, got all the plaudits and all that kind of stuff, but they played horrible football. It wasn't. Yeah, it Look. was. It, I, you could be onto something there. Never, I never even thought of it that way. But I just think it was from his. He was just old school. Yeah, the manager, and that, that's how he was taught. Yeah, and yeah. it worked for got him success over the years, maybe yeah. in playing and coaching. Yeah, um, and then he just obviously brought it into, um, up to Whitehall with him, and it was there four seasons. The four seasons were okay. He got the one cup final. Uh, we won't talk about that. Steve. We will. We will. We'll <laughs> be honest about it. We lost the cup final. Yes. Yours truly yes. missed the penalty. Yeah, and you took the ball off a striker who wanted to take one. No, we didn't. You did. That's not what happened. Yeah, I was there. No, I'll I tell you there. what happened. Go on, tell me. Five people had to step forward yeah. as to who was taking the penalty. I put my name down to do it. We all got get brought aside for a chat to for the five people taking the penalty. And Gramer comes over and goes, Paul wants me to take it, not you. I said, fuck off. That's what happened. Yeah. That's exactly. There's no. There's no. I was. I was there. Listen. I That's took exactly a penalty. I didn't miss mine. Just a fucking bow. Clipped the bar and fucking just about. <laughs> Listen, you that, ran away going, ah, oh, that was in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ball goes over that line. Doesn't yeah. matter. I was um, good though because I had the, the semi final against Begsborough was probably one of my best games ever. That was a great game. But I always remember that. That um, was end to end. That was on a beat. Thursday night as well. Yeah. Flood lights. Yeah. Oh, um, I loved that pitch as well. Small, yeah, small tight pitch. It was play football on it. Yeah, I don't think I I ever walked out. I don't think I think that was well. The final was tough because I went to extra time. Yeah, um, but I'll always remember. We were that playing game. in the heat in the final. That wasn't a night. It was hard to get it the was energy. Hot. Going that was out in Dublin bus. That was out in Calco. Yeah, Ballyfermot. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a. It wasn't a nice game. Who were we put Lizardell, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was overly nasty. There was a few handbaggy I, I, stuff. But. No, I thought I, th- I thought it was quite a. It was quite a. People were trying to get the energy up and all that, but it just never really got going. The flow. Yeah. It was two all actually, wasn't it? In, in normal time. I think so. Yeah, I was going Keith with three. Was all. A great header. Yeah. yeah, I got us a penalty in the first half. You threw it into me and a guy just gave me a boot. I oh, just remember kick, that? Yeah. I was just, just kicked I was just it. taking yeah. it down. I was going yeah. nowhere and he just booted me. It was like yeah. penalty. <laughs> Fucking John Smith special. Yeah, Damn yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, remember that? Uh, yeah, it was mental. Actually, speaking of uh, strange incidents, do you remember playing out in League Slip? Yeah. And What's I went that? for a 50-50 with a guy and I was a, 
fractionally. Oh, yeah. I wasn't playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching. I think you were watching it. Yeah. Right. And I was a friend. It wasn't dirty. The two of us just were going in. He just got there before me. So I caught him. Free kick. Um, I knew the ref Garoud came over said Andy he nearly saw his leg off there he <laughs> said to me and I went Garoud I, was, I said you see and I said I wasn't going to do him I said the second leg that's it so he had to give me the yellow card I said Grant next minute from the sideline yeah number number three yeah fat bastard yeah that's right <laughs> and I was about nine stone at the time <laughs> I was as fit as you ever were yeah. yeah and I just I looked at him and I had to do a double take and I was going ah, I had a kind of side in his hand yeah. so I let him off for it <laughs> I love that fat fellas on the sideline giving abuse. But anyway, yeah. there you go. No, so funny. do you still play? Like, I, do you miss them days? Um, I do big time. I stopped playing at thirty five. I I played for a few different clubs. I was up at the um, the guards um, at the time. It was at the 30, team, not the, just the police force. Yeah, the guards was, do have a team. Yeah. Um, so I kept getting injured, just muscle injuries, and they and they would. They wouldn't go away, and then I go back had trouble to with your hamstrings as well. No, you? not hamstrings. Did you not? No, 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 it was the old baby cows gave me a lot of trouble. Baby cows. <laughs> yeah, it was the calves. The calves. <laughs> Come on, Steve, I'll keep up here. And everyone else can't keep up. <laughs> that doesn't matter. The old so, baby cows. <laughs> <laughs> but it was this this one in particular here, the left one, kept right. giving me, uh, giving you jib, jibberoni. Um, and you so you're saying you're playing you're playing over 35s? Yeah, right? I went back to over 35s at the start of the season. They play in this different season from what we played in. So they start um around May. Oh, like a summer soccer? Yeah, thing? it's yeah. it's literally May all the way through till about September, October. Right. And that's the 35 season, which is great. Still 11 aside? Yeah, 11 aside. Oh, yeah. God. It's good though. It's roll on, roll off subs, which is an absolute <laughs> gift. Literally rolling. <laughs> literally rolling off. Right. Um, so I went up to the first club I actually played for, Vienna. Just before I went to... That's uh, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I knew Mick from, actually. From Vienna. He'd yeah. done a season there. That's how he, he nabbed me for Whitehall. Um, but yeah, still playing it. Going back down to see all the, the old gang from back in the day. Really? So, yeah. so still some of the heads from back still then? Still some of the heads. And you know what? I went down I went down the first day. I, I actually was friend following him on Facebook. Okay. And it looked good. And I went, you know what? Fuck this. I said, I haven't played now properly in, what, five years? Four or five years now. So I'm going to go back down. Um, because I missed it. Yeah, I just missed it. So I said, I'm going back down. Went back down, and it was like I never left. It's just gas, isn't <laughs> gas, it? It's yeah. just hilarious how lads just come over to you. Oh, grab me, grab me by the. Oh, look at the bleeding head and you, the hacky. <laughs> just uh, how are you, how are you, Danny? How's things? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen you in 22 years. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, stuff yeah. like Fucking that. But it, it's it, it's just something I don't know about football clubs. It's like a. It's like a brotherhood, if you like, without yeah. wanting to sound like fucking tribal or anything. But it just. If you play football with someone, you know someone. It's like there's something very yeah. There is a yeah. There's a special link because even even the banter you're talking about there, like mm. in today's fucking societies, like you can't say blah 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 blah, and people are gonna get offended and all that. But let's be honest, the abuse that we give to each other in was, the dressing room. I was if anyone looking in, we're going. We're even still talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. It's it the was absolute abuse. It was it was funny though. When you look, but back. that's the thing. It's because it's yeah. not. It's never. Um, it's never because when I joined when I when I was eighteen when I joined Whitehall like that was my first senior team to play for yeah. and they were in general like you know it was twenty three twenty four and up there was lads in their thirties playing that team so to an eighteen year old it's yeah. like these are old you know I'm a kid you know yeah. I really felt like a kid and I never I never got a uh, I never got <laughs> it took me a while to click in with the banter and it was stupid shit like yeah. I, I didn't talk to anybody very much at the start because I didn't know yeah. what to make to but I, I remember I remember leaving and going out the door and you'd, all, you'd hear Steve-O Steve-O and you come back and stick your head in the door 
<laughs> Everyone has their head down completely yeah. blank in there. And I'm like, like, I'm like, I'm someone pretty sure me. someone called me and then what go back up. Steve out and I come back again. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Stupid shit yeah, like yeah, that yeah. all the time. There's a lot of that. Um, do you remember pre-season game actually with Whitehall? I think it was. I think it was. Um, do you do remember actually? Go on. Do you remember? We were all playing. Yeah. Self was playing. Another mate of ours, Dino, was playing. Dino. Yeah. World player. Still, he's still playing. Still playing. Well, he's still he's still turning up. Ah, that's harsh. Now, no, 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 he's yeah. still doing. He's still. He's, he's thirty five now. Is he? I think. He's, I think he's thirty five. Thirty five, thirty six. Yeah. And I'm only messing Dino. Dino's like fucking. Benjamin Button ben, yeah <laughs> I don't know how he's still playing yeah me neither um, well he was pl- uh, you were playing and Mark was playing left foot right and he was having a mare what pre-season who was remember this? he like, when, when he, he booted in the face <laughs> no that's another incident right. um, now do you remember he was having an absolute mare oh, every he time he, yeah <laughs> he's, uh, the man just said Mark what's wrong with you and he goes I don't want to be here yeah. do you remember and he said right, come on off <laughs> Then we were all going. I do remember in the, being in the middle of a game. Yeah. He was playing left back, being in the middle of a fucking game, kind of like yeah. everyone shouting or, you know, trying to get the game going or get organised and all that stuff. And in the background behind the pitch, his car. Did <laughs> you <just> bang <laughs> the, the driver? smoke coming out the back of the car and he's like... Car park. I think he was still... realise he left the pitch. He was... That was hilarious, but that was kind of the the because oh yeah we abused them about that for ages yeah. after. But that's the banter that that lad yeah, yeah. in the dressing room. Oh, absolutely. And do you think uh, so? Do you, is, is, that's a big part of what you miss, like going back. Um, well, yeah, there was obviously that. The it was the also the exercise, the fitness. Yeah. And let's be honest, I just love playing football. Yeah. You know, um, it was I was younger. I played uh, guitar and soccer at the same time. And then I was getting a case where I was playing guitar and it just getting the shite knocked down me because yeah. I was small because, you know, I'm only five, Cause you were seven-ish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. right. But I was playing corner forward for the school and you just have a fullback just wanting to thump the head out of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And I was going, this is not sport. I'm not interested in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm not interested in fighting. Yeah. I just want to, and I was better with the ball at my feet, I think, as well. Yeah. Um. So I, I knocked the, the guy on the head early early doors yeah. just to concentrate on football. I never really, I didn't even play schoolboy football. That's right. I remember yeah. you started at 17 or something like that. Yeah, you started senior football at 17 or whatever. Yeah, I was 17 a senior football. And that was a, that was a intimidating enough, I can tell you. Talk about welcome to the jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but... but it, so being a small lad and being really young, yeah. and then you end up in the seniors game. That yeah, like, I was it playing... It is vicious, like... It was like a... So I was 17, I was playing senior 1B um, with... Um, they were called Ard Lee, you know, at the time, but it was Vianney. They amalgamated with a different club, I couldn't think of the name. Um, but I was lucky that there was a manager at the time um, that really looked after me. Yeah. He had a good pedigree in football himself. Um, came from St. Francis when they were in League of Ireland and just took a shine to me. Yeah, and I was I was blessed. Yeah, it uh, makes such a difference, doesn't oh, it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Somebody just looking out for you. Yeah, yeah. You a bit of yeah. The, the whole team now did now when I think yeah. back because I was the you know I was the the young lad. There was a yeah. there wasn't really any. I think I was the youngest by a bit of a long shot at the time. Yeah, on that team, so I really got looked after, and because I was small and quick, um, I got myself out of a lot of trouble uh, on yeah. the pitch. That is, but the only problem was I'm not left footed, but I was, they always played me left foot. Right, and that was a bit of a pain. Yeah, um, but sure. I was getting a game. So tell us where 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 are you. So you're you're a proper dub, born, bred, and buttered. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> what does that mean to uh, like to people who are from outside Dublin? Because you're 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 a northsider. You, Watch your mouth. <laughs> sorry that's just a natural reaction before I get to saying it then he's already trying to rob me no sorry but like uh, (laughs) (laughs) look look at that TV actually (laughs) it's going with me what's what's the so you grew up in um, from Ballymun originally and then Santry and Kulak was it if I remember correctly well you remember incorrectly I remember Um, incorrectly my mother and father found Ballybuck Oh, right. that's, that's where they met literally one on f- literally rode across me to other so I think I lived there and I was about two so Ballybock for people who don't know would be consi- uh, re- right, right next to Croke Park yeah. which is the, uh, a huge stadium for the GAA and all that <sighs> stuff and, um, but I have to explain there's people from Sorry. outside yeah. that don't understand this stuff but it's it's a it's a north inner city uh, community here that would be considered very working class wouldn't it back in the day yeah back now day. it's trendy like where you're living now is it yeah apparently so I don't know about that anyway. yeah no, I mean either <laughs> I drove through it there the other day yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> trendy me bollocks yeah but it would have um, had a reputation back, yeah. like, back in the day of like you know a lot of anyway working yeah. class um, so I think we moved to Ballymun you were right about the Ballymun we yeah, moved you did out to me. there when I was two till about I don't know I think we were three years there right and then when I was five I think we I think it was about five or six I'm not too sure and uh, we moved to Artane because me I had two brothers and we're all about two years in age so the youngest fella came along so um, we needed, needed a bigger, bigger house, house basically yeah, yeah. so lived in our time for I grew up in our time basically yeah um, lived there for, for um, 15, 16 years maybe so we went to school there all that crap. yeah went to school, school went to St. David's there uh, primary and secondary um, school yeah I had to go because I had to go I wasn't a fan yeah um, I, I wouldn't consider myself an idiot but I wasn't the sharpest either yeah I'm going to so be honest mid- mid- midland and school yeah I just I just showed up um, kept my mouth shut and got yeah. on with it I yeah. just couldn't wait it to be over it just wasn't I, I always thought it wasn't a way for me to learn school right um, did, I, you, did you feel that at the time did you know yeah, that at the time yeah yeah I definitely did yeah and it, it was a case of you just put it into categories yeah you know what I mean you, you just put it into categories oh it's me kind of fucking yeah okay yeah, yeah. so the teachers, the teachers would label oh you yeah, yeah yeah well it, yeah you were you were thrown into categories in school I thought and I thought it was very I would, I would love being going to school now if you know what I mean because I yeah. look I have a teenage daughter now and some of the stuff she's learning like they do philosophy they have a philosophy class wow once a week in school wow that's cool they get um, educated on mental health they get educated on world sciences like I was having a bit of she go crack I was having a bit of crack the other day and I was giving out her about something something small it wasn't a big deal and she says dad do you know I'm a citizen of the world and I have rights Wow. Yeah. How old? She's 14. She's 14 November. Wow. So she got a clatter for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't. I'm only joking. I didn't. I didn't. A but she really, you can imagine, is a slapper on the back of the head. <laughs> Behind the ear. Clip. Um, but it's just so different. Yeah. Uh, she's doing Spanish. She loves it. Yeah. She told me when she finished school, now she wants to go to Spain for a year and teach wow. English. Uh, well, that might change next week. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but that's what she wants to do. Um, and what about when you were in school thinking of when you were in secondary school you know that this isn't for you did you have hmm. any uh, dreams or ambitions as to what it was that you are going to go on and do next when you finished school no nothing nothing still right. don't right <laughs> I still down to 40 now uh, in December and I don't know what I want to do yeah I still don't know 
So what? So what was the course of your life then? Yeah, at seven, at seventeen. What what age were you when you finished school? Uh, I was just gone eighteen. Yeah. Um. That that was a, that was a bit of a problem actually finishing at eighteen because I had I had a notions then about myself when I was eighteen. So in sixth year, I missed a lot of days right. of school because. Yeah. Don't tell me to go to school. I'm 18. I'm an adult. Oh, all right. So, okay. how did I? So, so, so that, that was that the, was a battle at home. Uh, yeah, okay. That with me, mum. Yeah. Because my dad was always gone to walk and didn't give a. He was going getting over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, he was gone. Um, not you in a always bad way. describe your dad as that. That's gas. He's like, I'm getting fucking out of jo- Dodge here. Uh, Just want to stay out of the trouble. Ah, uh, st- <laughs> he's hilarious. <laughs> um, but so, that was tough. I remember then like, my mum getting a letter home, actually. About oh. my attendance. Oh, well, she had no idea. Well, my parents, but my same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a letter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I remember going up to the school and I was giving it the big one. I'm going to tell because it was a brother at the time, Brother McDonald. So this is a, this is a member of the clergy, basically. Yeah. So that you still had brothers teaching. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. You're going to yeah. Say, Fuck me. All right, not that fucking. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sake. Um. So Brother McDonald, I have to say about him, uh, he was a small man. He was gas actually. He was a small man. He was tough, but he was quite fair. Okay. He, he was quite fair, and he was the headmaster. There was two other brothers in the school. Um, one was retired. He just was to walk around and scare the shit out of you. Um, not on purpose, just the way he looked, and just yeah. arrived now. He looked like he actually looked like Grandpa Simpson. And then there was Brother Brandy was the other one. Brother Brandy. Uh, for obvious he reasons. Because he was just swigging. Ah, uh, yeah. Jesus. The swig out of the drawer. Uh, bowl as brass. Really? Oh, the drawer we opened, they'd be teaching. You'd see him leaning down. <laughs> Teaching, having a supper. Uh, not a bother to him. <laughs> well, it could be anything. It's just, yeah, just yeah, call him yeah, Brother Brandy. Yeah. Brother Brandy. <laughs> now, he had that name before I got there, oh, so I didn't so make it up. Irish. Absolutely. Um, but he didn't even wear any of the, the clergy stuff. He just wore his own clobber. Yeah. Clothes to anyone else listening out there equals clobber. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, anyway, back on track here a little bit. Um, so, I got up to Brother So. We're walking up because it was we only a ten minute walk from the school where we where we live. So we're walking up and I'm saying, "Mom, I'm going to say this to this brother. I'm t- telling him this, that, the other, this, that." Speak yeah. your mind. I'm going to tell him what's yeah. not. My mom's going. I get see her going. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> right? Just, just you know. So we got up sitting outside. Called in. Didn't out me mouth. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> shot myself. So your mom had to go with oh, you yeah, to yeah. see him. Oh yeah. right, okay. Um, so I was giving it the big, the big one. Got in there. <laughs> I'll never forget and it. he just gave you a bollocking, did he? Um, well, yeah, he, he, he kind of said, he said, Andrew, I know you're 18 now, but you've only a couple of months left in school. Right. Just come in. Yeah. Do you leave him, sir, and be done with it. Okay. So, I can't say fair in that. Yeah, fair play. You know, so, um, yeah, that was that was fun. But I was, my mum always tells that story. Where did, so you finish school and do, do you go get a job? Or yeah. Do you go... <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I, got, I took an apprenticeship with... Uh, one of the, the guys of the football team. I remember. Do you remember this. that? Yeah, so you uh, were an apprentice as well. Were yeah. you apprentice at the same time as an apprentice? I think you might have been, no? No. No. Yeah, you would have been fucking. I was 18, so I was. Uh, but I was two years in because I started my. No, I... you were only 13 at this stage, I'd say. All <laughs> oh, right, when you started your apprenticeship. Yeah, okay, yeah. sorry, all right, okay. So you had you so you started an apprenticeship straight out of school. I yeah. do remember you saying it to yeah. me that you'd done plumbing, was it? Yeah. Well, I was yeah. there for two years anyway. Um, Fuck, right. No, I was just hated it. That was a weird time in Ireland, wasn't it? Because it was there was a lot of us, I remember, um, my generation as well. <laughs> like when we fin- were finishing school, it was like just get a trade. There was an obsession yeah. with young men 
having to go and work yeah. the building sites and get a trade. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was a case of, I uh, get a trade, that'll keep me out of trouble. Yeah. And, and it didn't make sense. So fucking building sites are the worst place to get into fucking trouble. Fucking horrible. Yeah. Absolute hell. Yeah. Um, there's so more drugs and building sites than anywhere else. I don't, I don't remember drugs when I was there. I don't know about yourself. I but was uh, a couple of weird ones that was fucking... Yeah, <laughs> I <was gonna> say <laughs> so. Um, but uh, i done two years of that and I was absolutely brutal at it. Right. Uh, fucking, and I hated it. I didn't want to be there. Yeah. Didn't want to be there. It's tough Just, work. You're probably in industrial plumbing, was it? Um, both. Right. Both. A lot of residential stuff where you go in. And, and at the time, that was 1998, I think, in Ireland. Right. Um, so there was lots of money around Celtic yeah. Tiger and all that yeah. stuff so everyone had money everyone was getting like and that was part up. that was part of this obsession wasn't it yeah, yeah. Like getting the trade was like you'll be like oh you'll be minted you'll be minted sort of get for your life. trade you'll have by the time you like I knew lads that were Nixers, buying gaffs all this yeah. kind that's what we were cash told cash and hand jobs yeah, for yeah, everybody yeah. and all this bullshit um, yeah. yeah and I just I wasn't into it I'd done it for I still got it for two years and it was horrendous I just, I just didn't like it. Yeah. Um, did you go into because as part of apprenticeship you work on site and then you have to go into yeah. college? Did you do any of your college? I did. Yeah, that was great. You was yeah, 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 was great. Crack, actually, <laughs> now I have to say, it was down in uh, Hout Junction. Right. You know the one up, or they call I think they call it Baldoyle, but it's right beside the Hout Junction yeah, yeah. Dart Station there. And I remember it was Foss at the time. Yeah, it was yeah. Foss at the time, and I remember I'm trying to think the little old lad that was the instructor, small grey hair beard, he's about five foot two. Lovely man. Hilarious. I remember we all went out for lunch one day down to Donamede Inn. Right. It was payday, so we went down on a Friday. Get a fry. So we went down Friday. We had a few... Uh, ah, a few scoops. Ah, we had it. Was it was Friday a, lunchtime, was yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a drop taken, right? Fucking no wonder the plumbing was no good. So we had three, we did, I think we had two or three points anyway. We went back, but um, we were walking in. We were about 10 minutes late, and he just stands in the doorway and goes, Fuck off. <laughs> right ran us there's about six of us no way in the class. he just told us to oh fuck off come back Monday now fuck off oh, he, he lost, lost shit. his shit with us wow um, because there was a couple of other um, uh, plumbing geeks that were back early right and they were They're all there away. and I don't know someone might have ratted on us as well I don't know yeah so but I'll, I won't forget that I can't think of his name that'll come back to me those classes were great the first classes for all the people doing the apprenticeships was just like a real mishmash of young men i know there was one woman on the on electrician course when i was in there but young men that were just mm. dropouts is fucking harsh to say but it's just oh, had no direction so I that we you. were all yeah, yeah, we were yeah. all shoved into the fucking now trades. that you say and when i think back to some of some of the, the, the lads that were there different parts of the country as well yeah yeah, yeah. from galway this fellow from wicklow leading wicklow accent drove me mad um <laughs> but when when i think about it there they were all a little bit tapped for want of a better yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely nice lads but everyone was nice but like definitely had no yeah when i when i look back on it there were some of them had absolutely no fucking business yeah working on a building site yeah uh, and some of them had some of them were like i was kind of forced into a time because i dropped out of school so i didn't yeah. finish school so i was forced into it to work and do something but yeah some of them were fucking off there like that was what i was saying about the drugs thing the, mm. there was a real mix in one of our classes that there was lads that were came from families of carpenters so they were class like this is yeah. this is always what they were going to do kind yeah of a thing. yeah but then you had lads like going to the pub at lunch yeah that was that's what we done it every day yeah, 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 yeah. but it was just a real you you, so you certainly never felt that you were 
Like, college, like university wasn't part of our psyche at all. Not mine, anyway. No. <laughs> Not. <laughs> I found out what a thesis was, and I just started laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I couldn't do that. It's an, inter- it's an interesting thing to go straight from school into work, which is, it's not a, I mean, loads of, loads of people around the world do it all the time but in certainly in today's society like everyone has their few years of university yeah. goes wild and all that yeah. we never really got that did we no not at all no it didn't um, I don't regret it no I don't in regret that it. way I, like, even now um, I, I know there's loads of options open to everyone to get educated now which is great yes I really, yeah, of I all really, ages yeah of all ages absolutely yeah. but I, I just couldn't take that step yeah I just, I just know that Maybe I'm kind of pigeonholing myself a little bit. Yeah. But thinking though, right, I maybe I maybe clever enough in life, but I'm not book smart, and I know that's a whole that's a that's a that's something that's held me back. Maybe with the confidence that to think that I'm not book smart. Yeah. And I always kind of thought that even going to school as I thought I thought, the way I learn something is I do it. Yeah. I make a bollocks of it. Yeah. And then I do it again, and yeah. I'll make a bollocks of it. Yeah. But then the third, fourth time, then I won't. And that's how I've always learned. I, I am completely in a. I completely agree. Which is completely how mm. I learn as well. And I would make and the mistakes I make at the start of anything that I'm learning are fucking woeful. Like it's really, it's embarrassingly yeah. tough uh, mistakes. But when I get it, yes, yeah, it's. I'm never going to forget it. And yeah. I do watch academic people know the theory of stuff, but they can't do something sometimes as well. Yeah, I've, there's a lot of... I've come into a lot of... Edu- I've been around a lot of educated people at the moment, and we'll go, we'll go into that a little bit later on, if you like. Yeah. And I had to explain to someone with more letters after their name than in their name what a ball ache meant. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> This is this is uh, more <laughs> translating going on a pain in your balls basically yeah yeah, yeah. I just thought that was a common term used yeah because yeah. I was asked a question and I answered it and I went ah that's actually a bit of a that's actually a big ball ache for me I yeah said. and she was like um, a ball ache a what a ball ache yes, I'm sorry is that a cocktail a pain in your and I just and I found myself getting embarrassed trying to explain it to her. But you do have a very I have down the years noticed you like because you Mark and Dino because of the the nature of where our relationship started in the football team mm. you guys are all older than me always kind of older brother figures to me, and then, uh, but for you in particular do have a sense of intelligence that is outside of the book smart thing, <laughs> and uh, it is a type of emotional intelligence because it's, it's it's too easy to say uh, that it's street smart, but there is a, you you have a very acute way of thinking and picking up on things <laughs> that the rest of the room is not picking up on. Do you know what I mean? Do you find the, you in in your work that in your daily work at the moment that you do have that, or is that something you recognise in yourself um, at all? It's not something I probably recognise in myself. It's not something I consciously recognise anyway. Yeah. Um, I. I'm a bit confused about what you just said, if I'm being honest. Right. Because you know, unless you give me an example, I don't. Then I, gonna... And then I just say it's me being me. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's. Kind I of... think. I think it's. Yeah, it is you being you, and you do read situations sometimes that are, are outside of the, uh, you know, outside of the what is considered the norm or the academic, or that you do mm. pick up on things that people are doing all the time. But also the ability to relate to people of all different levels is a very valuable thing in in life as well. You it know. Is, yeah. So like I look, I I've met one of your brothers who couldn't be more different from you. Are complete opposites you and yeah. your brother, aren't you? Two of us, the three of us. Yeah, three, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I briefly <laughs> met the other lad. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's book smart, is he? The, the youngest yes, lad. Is he? 
<laughs> Sorry, I just said that because he's glasses. Sorry, I judged him. I judged him. <laughs> Who's your man? Um, so, so, do you think all this, when you were younger, that like you started to put this labeling on yourself, that you that there was a sense of low confidence because I'm not good at this plumbing thing. I'm not <clears throat> book smart. I'm not, you know, I don't know what I want to do. Did you start putting yourself down at that stage? Um, possibly. Yeah. Um, I just went with the flow I always went with the flow a little bit I'm very easy going and laid back at times and you probably know that yeah from me you know I, I I tend not to I try not to panic about silly things yeah now I I do who doesn't uh, who doesn't yeah um, but yeah you're probably right about the whole I I I was, I was a big fan of saying I can't rather than I can right if you know what I mean okay I can't do that it's because I probably didn't have the confidence right Okay. Um, which kind of stems across a lot of things with me. Yeah. Um, confidence. It is. I've seen people that can barely tie their lace. Yeah. But they're doing so well in life. Right. Because they're just full of themselves. <laughs> it, and I'm not knocking them. Yeah. The best of luck to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't have that, I don't know, ego in myself to be yeah. like that. I don't know if that makes sense. In the time that you and I have known each other, mm. I have gone from, for example, right? Here we go. <laughs> I have gone from, right, working in, in one job, leaving the carpentry and working in a charity to, to doing the band stuff, to doing acting, <laughs> to doing stand-up comedy. And you lads have every time have gone and gone, what the, f he's mad, that fucker. Do you know what I mean? Has no. that been, a, has there been a sense of that, like of watching, would that be an example of going, how the fuck is he doing that? Um, yes and no, because I was always happy yeah, you, you. I'm not saying that all when, you guys were bitter about no, it. No, no, no. But I was. But you I were was, always fascinated and interested, and I always felt yeah, that you wanted to do that stuff. Probably. Yeah. Um, but I, I when I when I, it always when I heard you doing something new, it always put a smile on my face. Ah, here we go. I, no, not not that way. There was a bit of obviously a bit of stick involved. Yeah. But it always put a smile on my face to see you go and chase that. Yeah. Because you, you seem to be the type of person that when you got into something, you done it to the end. Next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There was always that um, kind of searching for that bit more, something yeah. different. Yeah. Um, and you, like e even when you worked in the social care yeah. and the things, I was very jealous yeah. of you working in that industry. You, you were very interested in that. Yeah, I very end. much yeah. so was, yeah. just helping people. I remember and I came in. You would in. be great at it. Yeah, probably. Anyway, we can go on to that again. But yeah. you would be, you would be great at it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry, because you used to come in and visit a lot. Yeah, I came in to you a couple of times at a coffee and I met a couple of the, the I think they called service years and they were clients, <laughs> clients yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, but, and they're just good people that need a dig out. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, some of them are. But that, that that was, that's an example, there you go, that's an example of something, somewhere where I was good at that job, but mm -hmm. I knew you would have been better at that because you had the, that's somewhere where I'm talking about the intelligence of being able to talk to clients, people who are long-term unemployed, yeah. people who uh, had uh, long-term drug issues, mm -hmm. drug abuse issues and all that, and this is the halfway house to try and get them into full-time work or further education. Yeah. But you would have been had the capability to be able to talk to the CEO of the charity as well at the same yeah, time yeah. and be the middleman between between uh, you'd been being able to intelligently express yourself on all levels and gr and take from the people that weren't able to express themselves and go oh, is this what you're thinking and be able yeah. to relay that to the CEO. Yeah, there's an example of an intelligence that that's not that's not um not everybody can do that and not everyone gives a shit to want to do yeah. that either. I say it's giving a shit. Yeah, I think we're all so obsessed with our own lives. Yeah, um where we need to be doing even this even I just I even see it basically it, it, well not basically but first thing in the morning there was, a, there was someone weaving in now traffic yeah 
driving like a like a lunatic yeah. and I go he's probably doing that because he's going to be late for work yeah who gives a fuck yeah you're going to be 10 minutes late yeah. who gives a shit yeah it's 10 minutes yeah you, I guarantee everyone out there in a job has given more than 10 minutes back on a daily basis to yeah. the job so who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. Just get there when you get there. Relax a little bit. Yeah. The part of uh, where, where we're doing the podcast now is that you've been very honest with me and we've, yes. we've only reconnected recently. Uh, yes. Uh, the, uh, but you, you've you been going through a lot of stuff and you are being very honest with yourself about yeah. a lot of stuff. Um, and to give everybody who's listening a bit of context, where Andy and I met at the football club why that's important is like I had turned up and I'll be very honest here and people who've seen Son of a Preacher Man will will, uh, will have heard of this so I'm not being glib about it I'm not making fun about this kind of stuff but when I turned up to training with, with Andy and Mick and all that and the guys didn't know that Mick did know that I still had bandages on my arm from from uh, from massive self-harm stuff mm-hmm. and I had drug abuse issues at the time as well and I had only stopped when I met you I had only stopped drinking and taking drugs for two months yeah. so I don't know who the fuck I was I, was, yeah. I didn't have much expression all that kind of stuff um well i never remember you being yeah overly fucking um over or, or, or lonerish up there yeah, or, or yeah, spacey yeah, yeah. i always remember i think how we first got talking i was giving you shit about your tattoo oh really? that playing pele in your room <laughs> i have a diego maradona tattoo yeah, no right. that was maradona he explained to me once i went looks like pele <laughs> Yeah, I see you getting a bit kind of. You kind of looked more, over that at me. That was more of the banter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're looking yeah. over, you're going, this is fucking for real. Like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you guys did play an important part at that time, and that was a, a, a whole thing that I went through of years of depression and mm. uh, abusing prescription pills and ending up. I, like, it wasn't that long before I was in a psychiatric hospital, like, only three or four months before I would have met you, kind of a thing. Was it that? It was. Fuck, yeah. yeah. You know what? I, I don't know. I never really kind of gave that. That I didn't realize it was that close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. And which the, where were you? That year, two thousand and four, was by far still the worst year of my life. And I don't remember mm. lots, lots of I know things. What you mean. But I, I, sorry, I remember instances, but chronologically, it's all over the place. But yeah. I know that going to Whitehall and meeting Mick and all that was because it was my therapist who had sent mm. me to Mick specifically. Yeah, and um, that that was the beginning of coming out of a big fucking big cloud of that had been going on for years at that stage. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So at that stage, it was really tough and you guys were, were, it was amazing to be around guys who very much treated me. Um, they didn't give me an easy time, but they did, but they didn't, uh, no one got an easy time. No, but exactly. Yeah. But there was no, there was, they didn't feel sorry for me or any of that kind of stuff. It was just like, I was treated like everybody else. I was yeah. also treated like the kid that I was, I was yeah. younger than unexperienced, inexperienced and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then because I wrote, uh, I wrote a stand-up comedy show that kind of covers a lot of this ground there, uh, recently enough. And you came to it. I did. Uh, did some of that resonate with you when we talk about the mental health stuff issues yeah. and stuff like that? It did. Now, first of all, probably going for you got your funniness from me. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's let's not kid ourselves, Steve. I was a fantastic comedic influence. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, I'll have that. It'll, uh, be, it'll be on my bio. Yeah. Absolutely. Royalties comedic going forward. influences Richard Pryor and Andrew McKenna. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to start the wiki page. I'm going to get loads of hits now. Uh, um, me Swiss. <laughs> um, it did. It did very much so. Um, from I. Mm, Right. For me, I've always had this underlying tone of sadness. 
that's probably the best way to describe it, not feeling good. And I think, I think the show, when you done it last year, that was, it was really good, I have to say. I laughed me, me bollocks off um, at the show. But yeah, um, I've suffered from an anxiety and depression myself for a long time. I think I was about 14 when I realised that um, I wasn't just a, a humpy teenager. Okay. I just, there's something not right here. I can't just, you know, it's, you were off. Summer, didn't want to go out. Like, you got three months off, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't want to go out for days on end. Um, stayed in my room, listened to music. That was it. Went downstairs, food, back up to bed. Was there any um, communication on that, like, with, with, with your family, or was anybody, um, was, it, was it suggested that there was something else going not on? Not at that age. Yeah. Um, but my dad was gone, work, first day yeah, in the yeah. morning. Um, yeah. My mum worked at the time as well. Um, so... She worked part-time, so she was gone maybe some morning, some afternoons, that kind of thing, so she wouldn't have noticed. Now, don't get me wrong, I did get out a lot as well at times, but there was little, there was there was pockets of when I just... You just just you just know yourself there's something not right. Yeah. Why am I thinking like this? Why am I thinking like this? Thinking like what? So what was the, the, the patterns of thinking um, that you saw in those days? Um, Just worry. Worry about... um. Irrational worries for someone of my age. Money. Why are we worried about money when I'm 14? Yeah. When we're going to do, you know, um, just stupid stuff. Um, money for yourself, money for the family. Just kinda. everything. Right. It, it just, I can't explain it. Yeah. It's just a constant, like a, a fear of a lot of things. Yeah. Um, what people thought about me was a big one. Yeah. Uh, like a social anxiety. Um. Don't get me wrong, some people like me, some people don't. And I know that's life now. Yeah. Um, and you just get on with it. But it, it was massive back then. And that, that impacted confidence. Um, if you think people don't like you talking about it, you know, your, your head's in your chest. Yeah. You're just looking down. Yeah. And you can't see anything else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, it kind of dealt with it. I got on with it for years. I know. Do you remember a point that any that that would have been addressed, or was that left until your adult life, or it never really was? And then, as I got older, that bit older into the late teens, um, I expressed myself by getting angry, right, losing me shit like that. Okay, um, which wasn't good. Yeah, you know, I'd you know I'd be getting into it with someone, um, particularly at home, I'd be asked a question. I'd answer it, I'd be asked again something else and then I'd just snap. Yeah. F and B and fucking throw something on the ground. Yeah. Um so just because I just purely couldn't communicate. Well yeah. I know that now. Yeah. But then I just didn't know what the fuck. Yeah. Um so there was that as well. Um recently, as, as you probably know, I've I've been in a a mental health ward. I was an inpatient for four weeks. So that means that you, inpatient means that you were oh, residential. There. You were living yeah. there for four yeah. weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what was the point that that it, it, you got brought into that point that like you know you're 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 going to be forty soon. Mm. So nothing has given on that front. It, mm. Shall we say in your adult life yeah. yet, even though it's something that you've known that has been going on underneath since yeah. a young age. So what 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 was the the point that you decided um, something needs to give here? A couple of triggers in the last say, year and a bit. Um, a lot of things. I'm not gonna go into them at all. Well, not 
yeah not here I'm not here i'm not therapist <laughs> no he's not <laughs> you're fucked if i am <laughs> game over um just you, i i i you remember i just the, the the big thing was i was in work it was the 24th of may or 23rd of may i went down to be car i was just feeling bad feeling bad feeling bad we're getting worse and worse so it was making me i wasn't doing anything about it went down to my car and i sat there and i cried for about an hour and 45 minutes i couldn't move it's like i was paralyzed fucking hell yeah just i couldn't move um dad and i was rang my wife it's been great um and she just said come home come home went to the gp and my poor old gp he's a lovely man but he's a bit you know he doesn't know how to deal with that ah no 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 no, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah. oh okay yeah you know but yeah. so it's fuck god bless them because i've yeah. been in the same situation but it's like we're still like but the, on the gp front yeah god bless them they're having a clue sometimes yeah. you know oh, they definitely. used to do my colds and coughs and all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah yeah um so i look at i'm obviously of health insurance so that kind of um got me into a place which was great and um, i'm actually so four weeks i lived there and this will be five weeks now, going into week five as an outpatient. So you go in from okay. 10 to four right. on a daily basis and you do your group and your classes. And it gives you, meet, you your routine. Yeah, it gives you that. But you're also meeting psychologists, psychiatrists, um, different types of therapy. There'll be CBT, yeah. cognitive behavioral therapy, um, an occupational therapist, which she's been cool. Um, tough cookie. No messing with her. So... It, yeah, so this will be nine nine weeks in total. I actually leave tomorrow. Tomorrow's my last day. Okay, how do you yeah. feel about that? I don't know. Really? Yeah, trepidation. Okay. Big time. Back out there, reality a bit. Yeah. Um. So over the over the course of the nine weeks, we talked briefly like last week a, a little bit about it. Like, do you feel that like you've got given tools? Like, obviously, yeah. it does, with this kind of shit, it doesn't flick overnight, and everything's great. No. Of course not. But do you feel a bit confident with some of the lessons that you've learned in the last nine weeks? I do. Uh, the anger was a big one that we worked on. Okay. But yeah, I know we, we spoke um, when we went out for dinner that you done a runner. Never, I paid the bill. Thanks, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> I get this. Are you sure? You were like Lord Logan. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to be seen. I have to go do a gig. I have to go do a gig. It's just... Anyway, Steve, um, I haven't worked in weeks. I've been in hospital. Yeah, yeah. I'll get this. <laughs> yes, <I'm>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't the health insurance now. <laughs> At least see we can have this band. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what are we talking about? Tool wise. Oh yeah. So we, we touched on it then, but yeah, no, they've, they've given me a lot to to kind of to deal with um, in terms of tools to, to be able to. It doesn't go away. It yeah. it, it doesn't leave you. It's it's something that's with you for life, but it's a case of managing it effectively. Now, there's days I'm going to feel like a boil bag of shit, yeah. and that's the end of it. No yeah. one's going to be able to lift me over. Right. Um, but the, 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 the trick is to try to get those days down to a minimum. Yeah. The trick is, if you're feeling like that, do something to distract your brain Yeah. so you don't feel like that. Yeah. Um, and then get on with it. I started taking meds as well, medication. Right. Um, a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago, I was a bit... I didn't want it at the start. Which, you, which I think is... is uh, plausible on your behalf and on the medical professions behalf as well because the problem we about a lot of people is that they just shove tablets down people's throats and mm. don't deal with anything yeah oh initially like when i went into the ward um itself there was a couple a lot of older people there yeah and i was like this is like fucking one floor of the cuckoo's nest now it really yeah. felt a 
bit it's like d- that. It's difficult. It is. It difficult. is it, that was difficult, and like one or two of them are, are grand, and one of them's gone around, and she's just she has to be sedated for. God bless her. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. has to be sedated, and it's. But when she's not in that kind of sedation, when she's kind of with you, she's great to talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. she loves her chocolate as well. I always have to get her chocolate, <laughs> or I'm in trouble. Um, she keeps trying me to, she, for ages going Andrew will you go down and get me cigarettes no <laughs> it's pricing them <laughs> you sure don't want to buy them on Mars bar and still like smoke inside in the no. no 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 it's just, still be yeah. open, there, yeah. but I, I, got, I got lucky then as well with the gang that came in because when I got there first I went in on the Monday and it was like a nursing home I was like uh, they put me in the wrong ward. Okay. You know, kind of in my head. People, yeah. It's in the right ward, but over the next couple of days, there was a couple of people that came in, um, same age ish, same yeah. interest, couple of years up and down, and they were great as well. So it makes a world of difference to you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, made a big world of difference. Um, gone in there. But uh, yeah, sorry, I'm. Well, I lost track of what we were talking about. It's all right. We're yeah, we're just no. talking about the two, the two. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming out and stuff like that. And yeah. So they they give you stuff to kind of everyday stuff, simple stuff. Yes. Yeah. And I I always find when I'm getting feel anxious, or something that's bothering me, cold water on my hands will centre me. Really? Yeah. So something simple. And I've been doing that for people think I wash my hands thirty times a day. Ah. I, cold water hands and it just brings me back it's a sensation yeah 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 right. definitely so that that works for me um just this there's other stuff as well that they give you um just stop the one of them called stop two p's at the end i can't remember what all the the acronym fully yeah. means but it basically means in english it means stop take a breath it'll pass yeah kind of stuff right you know what's the worst that could happen yes yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, scenario yeah. Little thing. put some perspective on yeah, it and all that yeah put some perspective on it yeah. as well um, so they've given me a lot of stuff um, to do I, I, I feel like I'm I'm going out I'm leaving better than I went in a hell of a lot better because I went in I couldn't put a sentence together for the yeah. first few days which is like that's amazing yeah itself, I, I, yeah I just I was lost I You're was absolutely lost well. yeah <laughs> I, I remember the day uh, our friend Mark came up to me I was talking to him and he came up he came up to see me but I was talking to him earlier on in the day yeah and I said to him you know what I'd love a bag of cheese and onion potato that's right yeah, yeah. I said to him um, and I didn't hear from him um, he said I oh, listen I have such and such at work if I can make it I will and I said listen there's no pressure no hassle yeah. about 6 o'clock totally forgot he was coming up the door pours open oh yeah <laughs> big 12 pack of potato che- cheese and onion cheese and onion yeah. grills yeah. and I just put a smile on my face yeah, and yeah. I was like ugh oh, He's a Just good lad. Absolutely hilarious. Um, brilliant. Yeah. And then he's talking to me. Then after a few minutes, we were just talking like, I just bumped into him somewhere. Yeah. And yeah. there's nothing going on, you yeah, know, which yeah. I needed. Yeah. Um, so that was good. We talked, because I talked with him when he uh, first came in contact with me and that's how I got reconnected again with you because I didn't know any of this was going on. Yeah. And he was telling me about it. But interestingly, what happened in the conversation between me and him was 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 a... Uh, how am I going to put this correctly? Was a at the same time we both kind of realised and expressed that we should be talking about this stuff all the time. Yeah, and we've never talked about it over the course of our whole relationship. Um, because I I know you fifteen plus years now at this yeah. stage, and we've talked a lot, but we've definitely um 
all of us would never talk about stuff that we're actually struggling with or that we no. do feel a bit down or we do. And I do make fun of it in the show because it, it's this ancient thing that is in our head from where we've all grown up is that you don't want to be seen to be weak yeah. or inverted commas gay or any that kind of stuff <laughs> to be showing your emotions. But you know what I mean? It's kind of like you, you can't. But it's yeah. true. It's just like, uh, would yeah. you shut up being fucking gay? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's come like, on, cap onto yourself. Which is... On one hand, sometimes we do need to cop onto ourselves, yeah. but at the same time, the space has to be there to be able to talk about this yeah. kind of stuff. And we've never created it for each other at all, whatsoever. And do you think that? Do you think that? Um, obviously, that will change in our relationships moving forward. Yeah. But do you think that's something that you're going to be more aware of in your in your life, in your family life? Well, I I I am. Yeah. Now already, don't get me wrong. It's not like I went in, I came out converted to a mental health guru. Of course. Or, uh, you know, I'm not going to be ramming it down anyone's throat. Of course, yeah. Because you just have to respect people with that force of forward. If, if you, like I was at an event on Saturday Night Family thing, my auntie's 60th, uh-huh. and um, there were certain members of the family knew, certain didn't, and the ones that knew, knew how to handle it. They did know how they to did, handle it? They did, yeah. Okay. Um, because I have a cousin that works in... Um, she works in um, in the industry. I don't know exactly what she does okay. now. She told me, but I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible, I know. Um, but obviously she had a word with her mom and dad about, listen, don't say this, don't say that. Okay. And That's great, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was great. But they, they never, no one brought it up once. Yeah. No one brought it up. I was leaving. One of my uncles put his arm around me and said, mind yourself. Yeah. And that yeah, was yeah. it. And I knew, and I, I, I didn't know, it. I didn't know going in who knew. Yeah, um, I just went, but it, it was great that that was there. Like there, there is members of the family that have, as well, that have been in situations, worse situations than me in terms okay. of mental health. So yeah, um, there's that element of it as well. But it was great just to be around them and not feel overly pressured. I was very anxious going. I'd say so because was that your first kind of social yeah. setting? Um, no, okay. no, there was there was. With the with family, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, um, but with there's a couple I've been it's a couple of social settings and yeah. I've, been, I've been okay, yeah, um, was in the mansion house there last week, um, at a craft beer piss up, that was cool, um, but now I've I've been out about a bit, and we snuck out a ward one night. Did you? Well, when I say For we're allowed to leave. It's right, one thing on. fucking sneaking out of plumbing college. <laughs> Hang on, a <laughs> <laughs> right, listen, this. Uh, what? Okay, so we didn't sneak out. We're allowed to leave. Right, we have okay. you back by ten. Okay, so there was a couple of us there, and we're all getting a bit kind of uh, cabin feverish. Oh, fair enough. This evening, yeah. So one or two of us just, uh, we, I'll go first. <laughs> in next door to the Bonington, we only had like one or two drinks, and I came okay. back in had yeah, a bite yeah. to eat. But we just needed to get out. Yeah. But the laugh we had, I think, just so. cracking, just slagging each other, like yeah. just so. That that was good. That was its own therapy itself. You yeah, know? of course. Yeah. Um. So that was good. How do? Where do you think alcohol plays in 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 all this, or affects any of this, or? Oh, I can't. If, if it's something for me personally, I know with other people that like mm. I can't get drunk that much. Like I I, I do like a drink, but yeah. I can feel my I can feel me my soul starting to sink, or I can't handle a hangover. For example, I get yeah. very down with a hangover. Um. Or uh, I I I. I don't know what you mean with a question, to be honest. Um, alcohol intake affecting your, your yeah. mental health. The the night of it or the next day? Alcohol full stop um, in your life. 
Not that you should it should be on or it should be off yeah. or not that you're an alcoholic. I'm um, not at all what I'm saying, but I'm saying, do you think it affects your mental health? I I would say it does. Yeah, I would say it does. <laughs> and let's be honest about it. And that's don't get me wrong. I you know me. I like yeah. I like my beers, world beers, craft beers, all that kind of thing. Um, but it certainly does affect you. Yeah. The next day, um, I don't wouldn't necessarily be hung over. Yeah. But I'd be in the pits sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I know it definitely does. Uh huh. So it's something you have to kind of respect that bit more. Yeah. Alcohol. Yeah. Now, I'm never going to give it up. No. Unless I turn into a full-blown dipso or something. Well, um, that's a danger as yeah. well. As sometimes people fucking go, oh, you're an alcoholic and that's what it is. And they kind of, they label you with yeah. that. I'm not at all yeah, saying yeah, that. Yeah. But like eating shit food fucking does it for me as well. Like, yeah. you know, so like it's it's just intake of what you're putting into your body is what I'm saying. Is that we, yeah. we need to be more careful of. Oh, yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, as I said, it could be days after. Um, or just say it could be a case of a good Friday points. I like a beer after work. Once the week is done, myself and the wife go to the local. Yeah. Have a beer, give out about work. Yeah. And that's it. We have a few beers. And, yeah. and then we might have something on on the Saturday night. Yeah. So you could be having a few drinks both nights. Mm. The Sundays then I would fail, particularly she. Right. Um, but you just shake yourself off and get the dog out for a walk yeah. a bit as well, you know, so you kind of have to think, I mean, you, you've had these highs yeah. when, you're, when you're having a few drinks and you're having a crack and a laugh and some nights you really enjoy that. The nights where I really have a ball, it's the next day where I normally feel flat, mm. really flat. Mm. It's like um, the old Cosmos saying, did you enjoy that last night, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll take it out of that now, pal. <laughs> kind of uh, feeling. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, just be careful with bills. Respect it. So, what do you see happening? What does the future look like, uh, or for you, the next, I don't know, next year or two? Or do you see it as a still part of your rehabilitation period to take a day at a time over the next couple of weeks and be very kind to yourself? Because you can wreck your head as well by thinking too big as well. Yeah. And all that stuff. Um. Yeah. Well, there's there's a plan in place for leaving, going okay, back great. to work. Um, work have been fantastic um, I have to say I'm heading over next week to meet um, uh, my boss for lunch very concerned she was a lovely 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 woman um, she's only a year old me shouldn't we call her a lovely lovely, lovely woman <laughs> um, but they've been great the gang and work have been deadly that's fantastic yeah like one of the guys called me and said listen half my mates fucking I've gone through breakdowns and, and yeah. um for want of a better term and so he said there's no hurry back take your time sort yourself out yeah. work will always be there kind of thing you know um, so there's a plan to go a couple of weeks off go back to work have a few things coming lined up and then down in Wexford the weekend um, for Saturday and then I'm heading down to Marquis the place down there that's right yeah, so yeah. I'm going down here for one or two nights down there um, what else a couple of other things. So you have know, things in the pipeline yeah, already like that you're yeah, working towards already. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I'm off to Berlin in a few weeks as well. So Lovely. So I'm looking forward to that. Fantastic. Yes. And do you see anything changing then? In your, do you want to aim to, to do anything different in your life? Do you see this as like, because sometimes people see this, uh, it was Russell Brand, I'm rubbing, I'm rubbing off Russell Brand who talked about breakdown. I was going to say, yeah, rubbing off Russell Brand. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. You know, what you playing catch? <laughs> he, uh, he, he changed to... Uh, he said, do you, do you see breakdowns as a breakthrough as opposed to a break? Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't want to preach, but I've definitely no, been preach, educated. But, but, for, but for yourself, yeah. in your own life, do you see, for you personally, that there's, there's breakthrough that you might want yeah. to do something else? Or um, 
I hope so. I'd like to think so. I have I had to get it clear in my head because when you have responsibilities, doing something else doesn't always wash. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a certain expectation. Being your daughter, obviously. Yeah, yeah. but just, just day to day. Yeah. Um, stuff, I mean, like, like, I am married at the end of the day. I can't just go up and change stuff without sitting yeah. down with Laura. Yeah. Um, and, and talking about it. Yeah. it there's possibly the stuff I would do, but then you have to look into the finances of it. Yeah. And then when you have all these responsibilities, one that way is the other. Yeah. And then life grabs you by the bollocks again. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, so... Yeah. It's all. It's it's nice to have those thoughts, and you know, you flit away with your with notions about yourself a little bit. But you have to be realistic, even if it is hard. Yeah. To say that, yeah, I would love to be able to do that. Could I do that? Is there something no. that you would love to be able to do? I don't know. Exactly. I, I actually, I am. I just don't know. Bar obviously starting stand up comedy. Oh, listen, I just take over the scene in months, man. <laughs> You know I would. I'd love to see you up there. I would. I wouldn't have the stones to. Uh, Even this is way outside my comfort zone, and that's why I decided to do it. Yeah, actually, that's that is a, yeah. a big thing to recognise. Actually, I just this hope someone listens to it. Well, yeah, <laughs> my ma will anyway. Ah, no, Lana. Jesus. I like Andy. He's so nice. Yeah, yeah. I keep going to. You don't fucking know him. That's terrible. <laughs> what do, you mean you don't know? do you remember that day in the kitchen when I hung out to dry? What I do many a time in my in my in my mother's fucking kitchen. Yeah, well, Andy will come in and play the gentleman and then fucking tell my ma some stories about me or something. No, I never know. What I never, happened? I, I remember you said something like uh, she was auntie about down stuff. Stephen, you should do this. I'm not gonna do the accent, but <laughs> I should. That's very good. I know. Good. You should do this, Stephen. Do that, and I went, ah, and it's terrible. It's like throwing mud at the wall with that fellow. I said, <laughs> do you remember? It's like throwing mud at the wall, and only someone will stick. And she starts like, I know, I know, I know. I'm I know. always talking to him, and he. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. Doing <laughs> best. Yeah, like he's me fucking dad. <laughs> I do uh, remember. That's a long time ago now. That was a long time ago. That was in Clancilla, wasn't it? Clancilla, yeah. It was. Yeah. What was the doggy's name? Sophie was a little dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little cocker spaniel. Yeah, I don't know if she's still around, but yeah. Um, there you go. Listen, genuinely, it is it is important to 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 mark it and go. Well done for doing this. Thank you. I hope you I hope you enjoy listening back to. It, it was a great chat, man. Do you enjoy it? Yeah, I don't know where the time has gone. Yeah, that was the. We just, we've I just over, hope it's not. An hour. I hope it's. I hope it's in some way audible. Well, it is definitely <laughs> audible, and I think what is important to me was well, a you came to me and we talked about the stuff that we talked about. Mm. B, that you're a man coming out uh, in, yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah, age yeah, yeah. coming coming out. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> so childish. There's people going to be listening to this. <laughs> I know, like, I but know. it's funny. It's still I know, funny, I but know. I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> coming but out. That but that we can laugh and talk yeah. about the, the, the depth of emotional issues that we are having because we don't fucking do it. Men don't do it enough. Yeah. And uh, I genuinely appreciate you sharing it with me. And the reason why it was a good idea to have it on the podcast was that there is somebody listening out there. I hope so. Even if we get 10 listens. Yeah. They get more bleeding 10. <laughs> no, there's somebody listening out yeah. there that is struggling with stuff. And yeah. to go and to talk to some, we're not fucking experts, obviously. Yeah. But even talking to your mates and having it out there in the open that you can talk about uh, feeling down, feeling anxious and not being able to express ourselves because we definitely aren't the best at doing it. No. It makes the, it makes a difference. We are not. Um, if, I mean, if this helps one person. Exactly. Um, like I was talking, I was chatting to a guy in work and he said, Andrew, since you've left, they've had four people in speak about mental health. Really? In the whole office. There you go. And that, this is a, mass, this is a 
big company I work for, as you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, which put a smile on my face. I cried happy tears Good. hearing that to think that there has to be someone else in there. I know there has to be yeah. someone else in there that's struggling. Maybe not to the extent I was or there might be somewhere else on there. Everyone has their, their own thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, as long as it's there, as long as they can go and just take that first step, that's the hardest thing to ever do because mm. it took me 26 years to do it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's so, a long time, man. Yeah. So don't keep it to yourself. I don't don't keep it to yourself. No, just tell someone. The, 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 the professionals that I've worked with have been amazing. We can have a laugh and a cry about yeah. it right next to each other, and I appreciate it. Yeah, and I just like I wouldn't have been able to done it without my wife. Yeah, uh, Laura, she's been. She probably I don't know. She will listen. I hope she will. Um, she's been amazing. There she, you go. She's done. She got me into where I was, where I got into. She made sure I got a space. I got a bed. She's been there with me up in the hospital all the time. She um she must have Champions League final with me. Wow, up there, and she does not care about football well, she, she she does care a bit more now yeah um i think it's probably she can get out on a sunday yeah <laughs> to watch the matches but she's been amazing um and i've been truly i don't know where i'd be without her yeah you know um love you to bits on <laughs> well done laura thank you so much yeah we definitely need i'm yeah that's uh, maybe we'll do a show on appreciation for our better half yeah because yeah they're fucking rocks aren't yeah, they? yeah yeah i oh, know she's she's amazing yeah yeah. Thanks so much, man. Genuinely appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks Will for having me. Come on again. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. Part so you don't fuck all. <laughs> fuck all. There's a few more weeks <laughs> off. What are you doing at half 11? Andrew McKenna, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.